Chapter One of A Treatise of Earthly Mindedness. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Treatise of Earthly Mindedness by Jeremiah Burroughs. The text opened. Philippians three, latter part of the nineteenth verse, who mind earthly things. This precious scripture clearly holds forth the different disposition of wicked and of godly men, especially of such wicked men as set themselves against the gospel, for it relates to such as were professed enemies to the cross of Christ, that laboured what they could to hinder the success of the ministry of Paul. You shall find, if you look back a few verses, that this is meant of those kind of men especially, for he tells us that many walked so, as they were enemies to the cross of Christ, they were those that opposed the preaching of Paul and his ministry, and he describes those men what they were by diverse characters. But I'll treat of none but this, who mind earthly things. Who mind earthly things, who savour or relish earthly things. So you may translate the word as well. It is a general word comprehending the actions and operations both of the understanding and will. It is in Scripture applied to both, but most commonly to the actions of the will and affections. We are particular in actions of the will. Earthly things. The things that are upon the earth, whatsoever they be, the beauty, the glory, and parentry of the earth, the profits that are earthly, the pleasures and honours of the world, who mind any things inordinately that are sublunary accommodations but we carry and behave ourselves as free denizens of the city of heaven, for so the words in the original are, if we should thus read them, our city, whereof we are citizens, and whereunto we have right, is heaven. But our conversation, our city converse, it is of things that are above the earth, when the apostle would have men to follow their example and not the example of others. In the seventeenth verse he uses this as an argument, saith he, such and such men are enemies of the cross of Christ, and they make their belly their God, and they mind earthly things. Do not follow them, do not hearken what they say to do. They come up and down from house to house, and whisper this and that to you, and would take you off from the ways of God. God hath begun to enlighten you, and to stir your consciences. Do not let the precious affections of your souls run was towards them. But be ye followers of us, as we are of Christ, for our conversation is in heaven with our Lord and Master. There comes in the argument in the twentieth verse. So that, being the only scope and meaning of the words, take this doctrinal truth. That this is the great difference between a wicked man and a godly man. One minds earthly things, and the other hath his conversation in heaven. I intend to handle both these in order. One of these minds earthly things. It is a parallel scripture that we have in the 8th to the Romans, 5th verse. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. Do mind, there is the same word, only here the participle and there in the verb. But the meaning is the same. As they that are after the earth mind earthly things, so they that are after the flesh savours fleshly things. The first part of this point is the description of wicked men that are enemies to the cross of Christ and to the ways of godliness, and they are men that mind earthly things. The more gross of them are described before, to have their bellies to be their god. Some of them are very sensual, drunken, unclean, and altogether given to satisfy the flesh in fleshly lusts. 
but there are others that do not appear to be so brutish yet they are men of earthly minds savour only of earthly things and these are the men that are secret enemies to the cross of christ yea and will many times appear so to be it will break out at length such a man whose spirit hath been earthly for a long time will appear at length to be an enemy to christ's cross now in the handling of this point i will propound these five things to treat of first what it is to mind earthly things in a sinful way or thus when a man may be said to be an earthly-minded man that we may know when a man is an earthly-minded man what it is to mind earthly things that the apostle here describes a wicked man by without the opening of this all that i shall say afterwards will be but to little purpose secondly the great evil that there is in minding of earthly things and i shall discover to you a greater evil in it than you are aware of thirdly lay down some convincements whereby those men and women that it may be think they are clear from this sin yet may have it discovered unto their consciences that they are the men and women that do mind earthly things fourthly i shall search into the reason why it is that the hearts of men and women are so much after earthly things fifthly i shall labour to take off your hearts from earthly things these are the five things that are to be done in the first part of the point namely the character of wicked men here laid down who mind earthly things for the first who are they that mind earthly things certainly they are not all those that enjoy earthly things all men that do make use of earthly things must not be condemned for minding earthly things paul himself in this very epistle where he wrote to these philippians chapter four verse twelve though he knew how to want yet he knew how to abound he could tell how to make use of earthly things yea and he gives charge that all those that are instructed should make such as had instructed them partakers of all their goods it may be they would have said is not this to mind earthly things to require those that are instructed to make those that did instruct them partakers of all their goods paul doth charge this yea and christ himself even in that scripture where he does labour most to take the thoughts of men off from the earth as not to take any thought what they should eat or drink yet saith he your heavenly father knows that ye have need of these things in the sixth of matthew and galatians six six let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things and if there be any pretence against it yet saith he be not deceived god is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap thus therefore it is not here charged as a note of an evil man to have earthly things and doth justly require what is due unto him as here paul doth and the galatians could not charge him as breaking his own rule which he wrote to the philippians and therefore we must inquire out somewhat else that's here means by minding earthly things when a man or woman doth mind earthly things in a sinful way and for that there are these several particulars considerable End of chapter one